0: Welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast. This is Brandon Spavi today, and I am going to be reviewing uh, Designated Survivors" Season 2 and 3 on this episode, and I'll get right into Designated Survivor Season 2. Uh, in the second season of this drama series, President Kirkman, played by Kiefer Sutherland, is set on rebuilding the Capitol building and capturing the terrorists responsible for enacting a catastrophic attack on the United States. Meanwhile, after a Russian air flight is hijacked by a Ukrainian extremists, the president's di- diplomatic skills are put on the test when the situation results in a hostage situation. So, season two, you know, picks up a year later, basically. They're rebuilding the Capitol building. Um, all your main players return back from season one to season two. Um, here's my issue with it, though. Person responsible for the Capitol building is caught and killed in episode two of this show. So I was thinking we're gonna get a whole season of this, right? And that's not the direction they went in. Season two, they they killed him, and we we start from there. Right, we basically we start a new story arc, and um, this story arc is uh, is about the president's mental health. I uh, that, that that is a Big topic in this season. Um, This is going to be a spoiler review. If you have not seen season two and you want to see this, I would say watch it, then come back and listen. But if you do not care to be spoiled, (laughs) then I'm going to spoil you. Season two, though, um, they kill Alex Kirkman, President Kirkman's wife. And like, I want to say the 11th episode. 10th or 11th episode and it just came out out of the blue you know it just came out of nowhere you know and it was like wow that's a twist that i didn't see coming and i'm like it was it, did they have nothing for her because she was her her mother was being, trying to be charged uh for conspiracy uh for bribery." um you know, then they tried, the FBI was coming after her, uh, you know, and it just, she beats them and then she gets killed. And I didn't understand the direction that, I, I didn't understand why they went in that direction. But, um, Cal Penn returns as an advisor for the show. Uh, of course he worked with president Obama. Uh, he knows who would be in the meetings. and. You you know, he knows he knows what was what goes on inside the White House. So I felt that in this season as well, that this was would really happen uh, compared to season three. I'll get into that in a few minutes. Um, But Let's get into the scores real quick for season two. It's got a 60 percent on the tomato meter, uh, 54 percent like it on as the audience score. So it went down, you know, and honestly, it's not as good as season one. I thought season one was perfect. Um, my opinion, but I did feel it was perfect. I felt it was a perfect show perfect political thriller of uh, this one uh, is a little bit more political uh, but when you compare it to the third season <laughs> that's something entirely different um but like I said they they focus on his mental health you know and Hannah Wells is, has her subplots in the show and you know they're nice and all um but really it, it is about tom kirkman's health and his mental health uh the congress comes after him uh whether he he should be president or not you know he's on he gets basically he's on trial um michael j fox is the lawyer that's fighting him and i gotta say when michael j fox comes on this show oh man it, it, every life comes in these final five episodes the final five episodes are the best episodes in this season uh life he brings life he brings energy and he's on scene on screen man you're glued to it that's michael j Fox. that's what he's capable of doing um i I loved him as the lawyer ethan uh not ethan hunt ethan west yeah ethan west i loved him as the, the lawyer there he the way he played his character you know totally believable uh he brought so much energy um there's a lot of people that come in season 2 uh Brick and Meyer plays uh Tom Kirkman's brother he he just you know he a lot of the um, the the top uh security guard uh, secret service team the the main guy there uh Mike is still around so this show it flows well it's the story's not as good as season 1 but it does flow well so therefore I, you know uh and, and Tom Kirkland's most trusted friend, you know, um, is out to get him. It, like uh, like every friend he has before he became president is out to get him. You know, it just it just seems that way. And, you know, once you get into power, you know, people I don't know, people turn on you. You know, it's just that's how it is, I guess. I don't know. It's that's the direction of the show, though. It's the direction season two took. Tom Kirkman goes. He just mentally has a breakdown, you know. And I mean, he loses his wife. That they're he's being attacked. That he's not political enough. He's an independent. He's not a Democrat or a Republican. You know. And you know that's they, they test him in this season. So, uh, I liked it though. But I will say this. I will say this. It just the storytelling wasn't as as fluid i guess uh just wasn't as strong the storytelling in this this season um just wasn't as strong uh but i'll get to my scores because i kind of want these to be quick i don't want to really dive into them since it's been it's been about a month since i've watched it uh but i will be quick about it i'll give you my score here real quick my score for designated survivor season two is a 3.5 on the markout meter out of five I, I enjoyed it i thought it was it was entertaining but it like it some decisions that were made i just it, it made me scratch my head but now i'm gonna move on to season three and that's really gonna scratch my head because wow i don't I, I i was excited but i was devastated when season two you know, after that, and then ABC cancels it. But then I got excited because Netflix picked it up. And but they made some changes uh, to this show. Um, quite a few people did not return. That was in season two to season three. Quite a few people. Uh, the Hannah Wells character was no factor in season three. I mean, she had her subplot, but she's no factor. And, again, I'm going to spoil some things. But before I do that, we'll get to the scores here real quick. Um, Rotten Tomatoes score, 67%. So, the, every every season, as far as Rotten Tomatoes is concerned, is a hit. But the audience score took a nosedive, okay, for Season 3. 29% enjoyed this show for Season 3, Designated Survivor. 29%. And... And why is that you ask? Well, what happened? You know? What happened uh to this show? What why did it go down so much? I tell you why it went down so much because it became political. <laughs> A political show becomes political. Who would have thought? <laughs> you know? But really it did. And it, they did transgender uh issues. Uh they, you know, um they brought in Tom Kirkman's brother in law, who is now his sister in law, because she's now a transgender. She's a woman now. And uh, my issues with that is she was never mentioned in the first two seasons. When her mother was on trial, where was this? Where was the sister? Where was she? Never mentioned. What do they do with Tom Kirkman's brother? He's gone. Don't know where he is. Mike. Head of, head of the uh, Secret Service. Gone. Don't know where he is. Uh, uh main partner. Gone. Don't know where he is. You don't know where a lot of people went. A lot of people just vanished. Out of the thin air. Just just no longer there. Uh, you know. But you know. And the language picked up for season three. Um, you know. You, you, it, it just. It was like okay. I'm seeing these familiar faces, but this isn't the same show. (laughs) And and it's not. It's not the same show. Um, Like, I haven't seen House of Cards yet. So, and this is a political thriller. Like, I'm assuming House of Cards, a political drama, like House of Cards, right? Uh, People are comparing this show to West Wing. I have not seen that either. But what I will say is this show became way too political. And... And the biggest mistake they ever could make. Because it is about Tom Kirkman running for president. You know, he's he's running for reelection. And the person that in season two turned on him is his opponent. Um, you know, and you know, as far as the election aspect, I like that. You know, I I did enjoy that. But here's the problem they did in season three, amongst the many problems they did. Um, they made Tom Kirkman a, a politician by the end of it. And, and that's your biggest part he was not a politician to start this, and you could see how being in Washington, how being at the White House, and becoming president made him lose himself, in, in a sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, in this show really it just it wasn't designated survivor anymore you know it it was just i don't know what it was i i like i said i haven't seen house of cards i haven't seen west wing i don't know what happened to this show but it was not the designated survivor i knew i loved on abc or enjoyed on abc it wasn't that and um I Man, I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, season three, I I don't I don't like it. Um, I, I really don't. I really. I mean, there's some things I like about it, but a lot of stuff I don't. And I remember just shaking my head through a lot of stuff. And it's the it's the choices that they made. And, and another thing I noticed on the credits, each episode, first two seasons, they would say special advisor, Cal Penn season three. He's never mentioned as an advisor. He's just in the show. And, and he was dating Emily Rhodes in season two. And they just like threw that under the rug for him that they didn't seem like, like, they seemed like a couple in the first couple episodes. Then it was like, no, they didn't officially break up or anything. They just gave him a subplot that he has a kid now. He's a sperm donor. I mean, it's just and I was thinking this would work for Heldon Kumar. <laughs> but this doesn't really work for his character on this show to do something like that. Um, you know, and I don't know, they gave so many people subplots and you know Kirkman has a new advisor, uh, chief of staff advisor. Um but it just wasn't the same show and i'm gonna close this off real quick uh went a little bit longer than i hoped for but it's still a short episode here uh my score for season three i'm gonna give it a two two mark outs out of five um i do not want season four i love Kiefer sutherland love him to death but i do not want a season four on netflix I just don't, uh, honestly. Um, if I knew this is what they were gonna do, I wouldn't have wanted a season three. Um, I think they completely killed Tom Kirkman's character, uh, you know, and I, I didn't like it. I, just, I didn't like what they did with him, and or the show for all that for that matter. Uh, like it, it ends with a twist in season two with Emily and. It's just wiped under the rug in the opening moments of season three. It's just, it's it's like, it don't matter. I would love to see what ABC was going to do with it, but, you know, it didn't happen, so it didn't happen. And the way they killed Hannah Wells, I think it was episode seven, they killed her off in a a little subplot, that ended up not really mattering. It just didn't matter. She died for nothing, almost. It's like, I don't know, it, it, it just... Cause they took care of their they took care of that issue in episode 8 and they went back to the election it, it, it really didn't matter um her death didn't feel like it mattered to the show I mean to the fans yeah I mean her death mattered and I couldn't believe they'd done it but watching it and I was like and it's, I see how quickly the show moves on without her Ugh, it's sad I mean you know, but it happened um but anyway that was my scores and that's my reviews of season two and three overall i enjoyed the show uh but each season went down for me season one five markouts season two 3.5 markouts season three two markouts uh it just it just wasn't all that great and i'm currently watching the event uh, which i'm not really into anymore so it just started off strong, but eh, it's kind of gotten weak, which I heard it did. It it couldn't sustain that for 22 episodes, uh, and it really can't. I'm at episode 13, I think, and I I just kind of wish it would end, and I got 10 more episodes to go, so that's not good, Uh, but um, I thank you for listening to my review of Designated Survivor season two and three. If you enjoyed it, I'm glad. If you didn't, I'm with you uh but because i didn't enjoy doing this i didn't enjoy telling people what i thought about season three or the fact i don't understand why they made decisions that they made in season two even though i did overall like the story i didn't understand certain decisions they made um but anyway that's been my thoughts on designated survivor um it's over it's uh, it's it's in the books so i don't know what's next man besides the event i don't know what's after that though but uh i will try to come back tomorrow and give you my what am i what have i been reading lately um uh what am i reading lately actually but uh aaron said he's gonna do the the shutter and whore whore and shudder. Shudder and whore i always get that confused i don't know why it just it just rolls off off my tongue shut whore and shudder. Shudder and whore you know, there's horror and shudder, and there's shudder and horror. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all I got for today. Uh, thank you for listening, and always thank you. Uh, we always thank you for listening, actually. Uh, we love to hear your comments, though. We would actually love it, positive or negative. We love to hear them. Uh, tell us what we can do to make this, this show better. You know, tell us, let us know. If, if you're listening and you like us, tell us what you want to hear. Honestly, I want to hear what you what what y'all want us to you know to deliver to the people that listen. Um, but anyway, this has been Brendan Spivey marking out with you or complaining about season three of Designated Survivor. But anyway, I thank you for listening. And I thank you for letting me mark out with you, and I thank you for just being part of this podcast. Enjoy your day, ladies and gentlemen. Brendan Spivey is out.